Welcome listeners, my name is Nehemiah Hay, and I'm the host of this podcast that I like to call Never Alone. behind today and I am being brutally honest by saying that I was meaning to record this episode in the afternoon but had my haircut pushed back had another appointment pushed back and things just kept winding up and my sister has to borrow my computer for one of her classes so she because she can't have um this certain program on her um computer and it only runs on mine I guess so she had to use that so but here I am it's 10 p.m on a Wednesday night and I'm in the library in one of the study rooms um, doing this thing. And actually, I really like this spot. I think I might start coming here for all future episodes surrounded by books and um, it's a soundproof room, I believe, so no one can hear me outside. So, yeah, I think um, it seems like a nice spot. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it turns out sound-wise. Sounding good so far. But, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in again. Um, Thanks for coming back for episode two of season two of this new podcast I call Never Alone, and hopefully um, I heard some good things about um, episode one, and if you have anything else to share, um, yeah, feel free to reach out um, and let me know whatever thoughts um, you may have on that one and identity, and if you haven't listened to it yet, please feel free to go back and listen to that. None of the episodes are really connected, but um, if you listen to them in order, now's your time to pause and go back and come back to this one later. Um, so yeah, last week we talked about identity and this one, um, the topic I kind of want to talk about is that of fear and I'm fearful to talk about fear if that's punny enough, but, um, yeah, it's something that's been on my mind a lot lately, especially being in such transitions that I'm in with being in a new place and a new school, new job, new church, new people to be around, like all this stuff, like a lot of like fear is like inevitably a part of that. And so I think um, in this, yeah, it's been a lot, of my, a lot of my mind where it comes to worry and fear and anxiety and all those types of things. Um, but yeah, I was wanting to hopefully dive in on my thoughts and what I've gone through and dealt with and some things that I've, you know, been able to learn about and been able to um, feel God show me and um, point me towards and yeah realizing that I'm not alone in that fear I'm not trying to be a cheesy guy and tie it back to the title but honestly like I'm not alone in that fear like there's a lot of people who have those same fears and same things so I think growing up as a kid I always thought of myself as a fearful person and not in the ways of like I would excuse like you no know, like the normal fears like normal kid fears like I was afraid of heights I was super afraid of dogs didn't like deep water. Um, I was pretty shy. I don't think I would say I was afraid of people though, but I think those were like the big things like, Oh, I'm a fearful person. But now like fear is still like dynamic. Like, yeah, those are some of those are still fears. I love dogs though. Now dogs, are my favorite thing in the world. But, um, I think one just realizing fear is like an anxious, like anxiety and worrying maybe about the future, the past things going on in the present. Um, just things like that and just trying to deal with and think through them and figure them out. Um, 
But what I've realized in a lot of things, like a lot of ways I've been struck is that fear, like a lot of things that I do in life or don't do in life, always come back to like this root of fear. Like I feel like that's the root of everything. Like, why didn't I do that? Well, because I had a fear of something or uh, why did you do that? Cause I had a fear of something else or like, everything comes back to fear. And I feel like I've lived my life in some sense, like based in fear, like all my decisions are based out of fear. Like, um, yeah, like in one way you can look at it, like maybe this is a subconscious feeling that I had. Hopefully this isn't true. What I'm about to say, but like some would say like, Ooh, a bachelor's in psychology. There's not a whole lot you can do with that. And out of fear of not being able to find something good to do, I went to grad school or that's like one way of looking at it. Or, um, this is different ways that like kind of basing off. Yeah. Decisions off of fear, which isn't good because I'm letting fear control me for one and letting fear decipher what I end up doing. Like letting fear get its way and get what it wants. Um, and also like fear, like in a, as a result, like limits me as well. Um, I think of something I've realized a lot in my life is how like fear and living in fear, your mind like isn't where it should be. Obviously like your mind is always worst case scenarios. Like something often I catch myself in like, for instance, like it is a very ex- like exact, like a big exaggeration, but, um, just like if I'm writing a paper, I'm like, oh, this paper isn't good. Like, I'm not going to get a good grade on this. I'm going to fail this paper or whatever. Then the next thing after that can roll into like, ooh, but if I fail this paper, like I could possibly fail the class. Then, oh, no, if I fail this class, I'm not going to graduate on time. If I don't graduate on time, I might not even make it out of this program and all those kinds of things. And like, it rolls to one thing after another. And those things aren't even like real. Like those things aren't even like there. Like no one has said, no one has even said that I failed my paper yet. Like no, I, that's not even like a for certain. And here I am thinking I'm gonna fail out of the program. And I think just like fear, like limits and controls, like what I can do. And I think even in life, like um, it's easy to like get settled. Like once you find something good, like oh I can't give this up. I'm not. I can't like leave this alone. Like this has to be what I um, rely on because like what the fear is like whether I never get this again. So this could be like in relationships even or um, in jobs or in schools, like whatever it may be. And like fear like gets you like thinking about so many different things and things that like they're never true. They're never based in fact. That's what I've like had to realize a lot of my life lately is like even like a lot of your fears that you have aren't based in anything at all. Like usually based in like false stories that are like coming up in your head and um, would that be like an, through anxiety or through worry or like through yeah there's like people's doubts or people's opinions and like that's another part of it too is like this like fear of man sometimes can even impact like if i do this like i don't want this person to be mad at me like i'm afraid of them being mad or if i do this i'm afraid of like them wanting or expecting something from me like whatever it may be and like i don't i have no idea like it sounds crazy like now that i think about it but like I have no idea like what, what like a fearless life feels like, like a life without fear. Yeah, I feel like fear, like fear is healthy. Like a fear of like intense things is probably a good thing. Like, I think it's healthy things of fear is for our own safety. Like that's why we have fear. 
this as a protection factor for sure so we don't have to do stupid things all the time because we didn't have fear who knows what we'd be doing we'd probably be like those people who like climb up those skyscrapers and tokyo and do crazy i don't know how they do that don't watch those videos i got a sick stomach just watching them but i think yeah i can't imagine like living life like without like fear in it like what like what would a day even look like without me making decisions like based out of fear it's just really interesting to me and i think often when it comes to that it makes me want to settle for sure and like find things that work and like stick to them and not want to go for anything else because of fear of like what if this is the best it's going to get you know or fear of not being good enough or fear of not being accepted or fear of not doing the right thing or not making the right choice and then the fear yeah it's like always like that's a bit forced like it's based in the future it's based in things that have not happened yet based on things that um have very slim chance of happening but I let like that little bit, like that little bit of doubt, a little bit of fear, like control everything. And it's like, it's frustrating for sure. And I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Enneagram, but I'm a type six on the Enneagram. So if you're interested in it, I definitely, being a psychology person, like I never was really into the whole like, like personality test or all that stuff. I feel like no way those can define anybody. But the Enneagram, man, I don't know how they did it but it's so elaborate and like detailed and i just love it but um some type six on the enneagram one of the big parts of it is like this fear aspect and this anxiety aspect and like looking after like work like looking to like worst case scenarios finding security finding things to settle in so you can live a life without fear and like there's a song about the type six in the enneagram and it says like i was going to heaven but i could like only look down and it's just like that idea of like going to like the best place in the world but still you're just like focused like it's just like man it like hurts to talk about because it's like so like true for my life right now it's something i'm still going through and struggling with and trying to figure out like how do i not let fear win how do i not let fear take control how do i live a life that's fearless rather than fearful and how yeah how do I yeah not live in these false narratives that aren't even true like how am I supposed to know yeah like there's no way that any of these things like could all possibly happen all the time and yeah it's just it's just really interesting to me and like I know I'm not alone like I bet there's some people who are listening right now who are like dang yeah that's like what I feel and what I'm struggling with um but yeah just like crazy how like so much my life like I've realized like this all like came out as a result of fear like I didn't give up on this because of fear of wondering what would happen if I did or fear of like trying new things or fear of like putting myself out there like fears like man just like it frustrates me like I'm frustrated right now thinking about how much I let it control and limit what I can and can't do um, it's just lies. It's all based in lies, which is sad, but also like true at the same time. Hmm. Hopefully, you guys know who Will Smith is. If you're a listener of mine and you don't know who Will Smith is, shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of, not really though. But um, 
Will Smith. So he's a, I mean, he's known for Fresh Prince of Bel Air and all of his movies and um, rapping, whatever it may be. He's a quite, he's a person with many tricks for sure. But he has this really interesting talk that's like really stuck with me the mo- from the moment I saw it. Where he talks about fear, and so it's like a three and a half minute clip. I'm gonna play it for you guys real quick, and then uh, I'll come back and discuss it. So appreciate these three and a half minutes. Listen in. He has a lot of cool things to share, and obviously. It's him talking to a crowd, so you'll hear some random laughs. I think the person, I think this recording has like music in the background towards the end, so it might get a little bit too emotional. So if you need a tissue, like feel free to grab one. I'm just kidding, but um, yeah, it's really interesting. So listen in, and then I'll come back and discuss it afterwards. If there's, if there was one uh, concept that I would um, suggest to people to take a daily confrontation with, is fear. Um, the, the, the problem with fear is that it lies. For me, the, the daily confrontation um, with, with fear has become a real practice for me since about three, three years ago, um, I, went, uh, I went skydiving. So then that night you're laying in your bed and you just keep <laughs> and you're terrified. You keep imagining over and over again jumping out of an airplane and you can't figure out why you would do that. So you get there, and then you have this safety brief. And you're standing there, and the guys will tell you, well, if the chute doesn't open, what's going to happen is you're doing, you, well, why the hell, why, what could happen? <laughs> that the chute, the chute wouldn't open, right? But everything's normal. So you fly, and you go up, you go up, you go up, you go up to 14,000 feet, and you notice there's a, a, a light. It's red, and it's yellow and green, right? So right now, the light's red. So then you start thinking, at some point, the light's going to go green, but you don't know what's going to happen, right? And you wait, and it goes yellow, and the light goes green, and somebody opens the door, and in that moment, you realize you've never been in a freaking airplane with the door open. <laughs> so terror, 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 right? So you go, and then, you know, if, you're, if you were smart, you sat in the back so you don't go first, right? And then people start going out of the airplane. And you go, and the guy walks you up to the end of the thing, and you're standing, and your toes are on the edge, and you're looking out down to death. (laughs) And they say, on three. And they say, one, two. And he pushes you on two because people grab on three, right? (laughs) Right? And you go, And you fall out of the airplane, and in one second, you realize that it's the most blissful experience of your life. You're flying. There's zero fear. You realize that the point of maximum danger is the point of minimum fear. It's bliss. It's bliss. The the lesson for me was, why were you scared in your bed the night before? Why did you, what do you need that fear for? Just don't go. Why are you scared in your bed 16 hours before you jump? Why are you scared in the car? Why could you not enjoy breakfast? What, 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 what did you need that? The fear is, fear of what? You're nowhere even near the airplane. Everything up to the stepping out, there's actually no reason to be scared. It only just ruins your day. You don't have to jump. 
And then in that moment, all of a sudden, where you should be terrified is the most blissful experience of your life. And God placed the best things in life on the other side of terror. On the other side of your maximum fear are all of the best things in life. I mean, that's so good. I hope you're able to take things from that. I love how animated he is. If you can, you should look up the video on YouTube. It's funny watching his facial reactions, and there's like a video of him actually skydiving in it. It's really interesting. But um, I mean, I love the way he thinks of fear. I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, but he breaks down like, why was I like fearful? Why was I letting fear absolutely ruin my day before doing this? And once I stepped off. It wasn't even that, like, it was the most blissful moment that he ever had in his life. I think there's a lot, obviously, that can be learned from that, and a lot that can be seen from that, I think. Um, yeah, it shows the way fear can, like, limit and control, and fear of, like, things that haven't even happened yet. And as he said, like, he was so fearful of this, and none of those things actually happened. Like, he jumped out, and it was, like, the most beautiful thing he's ever experienced. And it's just a huge part of it is we cannot let, like, fear yeah control in that way or let fear um yeah like win like um because if he lived into that fear he's like yeah i wouldn't have done it but then once he did it it was one of the most blissful things he said he's ever done and i think i love that quote like god places the best things in life on the opposite side of fear um i don't know like what will smith's like faith background is i mean he obviously has like something but um it's really interesting to hear that because like sometimes like in the Bible, for instance, like when we think about the whole angels coming down, like do not be afraid. Like we think of, um, like, especially when we think of here at words, do not be afraid with angels. We think of like Mary and Joseph and the shepherds and like whenever the angels visited them, the first thing they said was do not be afraid because they knew like, I would be pretty afraid if I saw like an angel appear out of nowhere in the middle of the night and came and talked to me. But on the other side of that fear, the other side of Mary and Joseph trusting God, the other side of the shepherds trusting in God, like the greatest thing in the world ever happened. Like we had Jesus, like Jesus Christ, our savior. And I think like what's amazing about that is like it applies to our lives too. Like who knows what's on the opposite side of the fears that we deal with. Like the other day, like, it was for a story, I guess. Like, I was on campus. And, I mean, I, like I said in my last episode, I'm still trying to find community, find friends, find people to talk to, you know. And, like, I'm not the most outgoing person. Like, it definitely is, like, a fear of mine to put myself out there in some ways. And not just approach somebody and say, hey, what's your name? Like, let's be friends. Like, I'm not that kind of person at all. And, no, like, if you're like that, I'm jealous. Love yourself for it. But I just can't do that. And so... Um, I was on campus talking to my sister. I saw this guy walking. I'm a big blazer fan, and he had a blazer shirt on and everything. And I was pretty nervous because I was like, I should say something, but do I want to? Like, what if he thinks I'm weird? And so I was thinking, oh, man, oh, man. I was going through all these worst-case scenarios. Like, what if he just, like, looks at me and is like, what? And he just walks away. Or what if he just thinks I'm, like, a super, like, creepy dude who's just trying to say hi? Like, oh, you know, the list goes on and on. All these worst-case scenarios that could have happened. And so – he gets closer. I'm like, you know what? I should just say something. It's like the Blazers. I'm in California. I got to show love to my team. And so he's walking by in his Blazers shirt, and I just yell, go Blazers. 
and he like looks over and he's like, yo, like, are you from Portland? And we had end up talking. He went to a school that played against mine in sports. We knew a bunch of similar people. Um, he went to, he knew like where we both knew where we went to church, like all this stuff. And we ended up like exchanging numbers and I see him around campus now. And we're like, um, probably going to hang out soon and stuff. And it was like amazing because it was kind of thing. Like who knows what was like, what if I never said anything? Like I would have never been able to make that connection with this guy, never able to become a friend with this person. And this goes back, like what was on the opposite side of fear? Like what if I had not, act, like if I had not acted on it, I would have never been able to have that, yeah, like that friend or connection. And I think um, I'm starting to realize that in a lot of ways in life. I think when I was back in Portland this summer, um, just with like post-grad and figuring out jobs, like it was easy. Like I could live a very comfortable life. I could live and work in Portland. I can live at home. Like I can be in the same community group. I can be around the same people. Like everything, nothing will change, and that, and then like, but I w- realized I was doing that out of fear of change. I wasn't doing that because I wanted to. No, I mean like I love everything about it, and it sounded all so great. But I think a lot of it came back to like fear of change was like way too overwhelming for me. Like I can't imagine what that would be like to have that big of a change. And so when those things didn't happen, when those things like panned out, like as I explained in my last episode. I was like realizing like I felt like it was like God's sign of like saying face your fear go on the other side of fear see what what are the great things that I have for you on the other side of this fear and so and I saw all those things like now I'm down in Azusa getting my master's working at a great church like all these things I think a lot of it this came back to God showing me like if you live his life in fear like look how limiting your life could have been. Look at all the things you would never experience. Look at all the people you would have never met. Think of like all these things. And I've had to realize that God had so many big things on the other side of fear for me. He had so many big plans on the other side of fear for me. And um, I think Will Smith was right in that. Like God will definitely put those things out there and it takes courage and it takes trust and it takes trust in God. It takes courage um, in ourselves. It takes courage um, and all those things. And I think too, um, man, I don't think God wants us to be fearful. He doesn't want us to live in fear so that we, um, don't do things or whatever. But I think, I mean, the fear is based in lies and the devil feeds us lies. And those lies tell us this will happen. This is going to be the worst thing that happens. This is going to lead to this, like all these different things. And that's what the devil feeds us, and that results in our fear and us feeling limited and controlling. That's what the devil wants. That's when he wins. And when we live in fear, and when we live in this sense of isolation and in a sense of, like, it just puts, like, chains on us. Like, whenever I'm living in fear, I just feel like I'm chained. Like, I feel like I can't, like, do anything. I can't break away. I'm unable to um, do the things I'm called to do because of my fear of the unknown, my fear of being turned down, my fear of shame, my fear of all these different things. And God, like, calls us out of that. And you see it over and over in Scripture. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. For, like, I am God. Like, I feel like my fear sometimes asks a stupid question of, like, what if God isn't who he says he is? 
But my question should be, like, what if God sa- is who he says he is? Like, how crazy is that? Like, it sounds super elementary, but, like, what if God says who he says he is, that he will provide, that he will protect, that he will love and show us the way and give us what we need? Like, not like prosperity gospel life, but God, like, will be with me in everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Like, what if I truly, if I truly, truly believed that God is who he says he is, I don't think I'll be living in the fear that I live in. And over and over again in scriptures, it says, trust in me. I am peace. Cast your burdens on me. All these things. And I think God... We can't do anything when we're chained up to fear. We can't do anything when we're locked up in it. Like, there are so many good things in life when fear is gone. And one of my favorite verses is perfect love cast out fear. And that verse is 1 John 4, 18. There's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to, to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love and I think part of that is what I've started to realize is the Bible tells us that like God is love and here it says perfect love casts out fear and God is what casts out our fear God is that perfect love that casts out all fear like there's no fear in God which is crazy to think about because I can't imagine living life like in like without fear as I said before but like God is that love. Like God is that love that casts out all fear. Like we have, it sounds cliche. It sounds easy, but like leaning into God for strength, for guidance, for courage, for that love. Because if we're going to say that love casts out fear, so maybe love that we're showing or love that God is giving us or God being, being love. Like just imagine the potential. Imagine the things that you could do in that if you're just giving God those fears, giving God those worries, giving God those things that hinder. And one of my favorite songs is I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. Maybe you haven't heard that. Look at those lyrics. It's a beautiful song. But like those lyrics in particular, like I'm no longer a slave of fear. I am a child of God. Like you think of like slave to fear like everything I do like I said before everything I do is for fear fear is my master everything I do is out of fear everything I do is for fear I am locked up to fear I'm limited because of fear I'm controlled because of fear like you're a literal slave to fear like there's not a whole lot you can do when you're a slave to fear but like the opposite of that is like being a child of God you think of a child think of innocent, you think of one who's protected by their parents, one who's cared for by their parents, one who is giving guidance, one who's shown love. And it's like, how beautiful is that? We're not called to be these crazy fighters all the time and fighting everything on our own. Like, it just wears us out, but we're called to rest in God and, like, be his child. He's our father, and we are called to rest in him, Rest easy in him. 
And like, how beautiful is that? Like the idea, like we're a child, like I'm a child of God. I'm not slave to fear, but I'm a child of God. And just like, imagine my life in that, like imagine my life without fear. Like what are the things I would do, you know? And I like, I love Will Smith, how he said like, what are like things you can do like once a day that like takes out fear, but I'm trying to. And it's amazing. Those little things like going and talking to someone or trying something new. It's like little things can really make such a difference in my life and the way I view fear and the way I view God. Cause I don't want to live his life as like a slave in that sense. And when we live a life in that fear, yeah, we're only letting the devil win. That's what he wants. He wants us to be slaves. He wants us to be controlled and we can't let fear win. We're not meant to be here on earth and to let fear win. And we're not meant to fight it on our own either. And one of the beautiful things is that there's victory in surrender. And surrender sounds like a defeat. sounds like giving up the fear. But we surrender that fear to God and say, God, what are the great things you have for me on the other side of this fear that I have and it's presented to me? He'll show you what victory is on the other side. He'll show you what greatness is on the other side and show you who you're meant to be as not a slave, but as his child. That's all I have to say today. And I hope it was able to strike a chord with you in some way. If you have any feedback or want to go further, feel free to email me at nheye96 at gmail.com or social media or whatever that may be. but yeah, fear is huge and it's something that affects a lot of us in so many different ways. And we're all not alone in that. I know for sure a long time I thought I was alone. But the devil, he's not he's gonna tell everyone that you're he's you're the only one. He thinks it's like that guy who goes around and tells the girls all the same thing, like, Oh, you're my only one. But he's telling everybody the same thing. Like he's not like deceiving anybody. We're all hearing the same things. We're all not alone in this. We're not all in this exclusive relationship with fear, you know? And you have to realize that in God it says across scripture, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, because perfect love casts out fear, and he is that perfect love. Man. But thanks for tuning in again. Thanks for listening. Um, make sure to subscribe and leave a rating if you want to. Um, hope this is able to mean something to you. I know I learned a lot even just in speaking and doing this tonight. That's why I love doing this. Um, yeah. Have a great day. Have a blessed day, whatever you're up to, whatever you're doing. And it's like whenever you feel fears, think of what God may have on the other side. Not the worst case scenario, but what's the best case scenario? And surrender to God. Give it up to God because he's going to show you what those things are. Man, it's good. It's so good. Yeah, that's all that I have to say today. Peace out, friends, and I'll see you again next week.